0: From the Capitol in Madison, this is Politics Midday. Hi everybody, I'm Jeff Mares from whizpolitics.com here with Midday, brought to you by Spectrum. Welcoming in Adam Kellenhofer, reporter for whizpolitics.com, who's been uh, tracking the big news this week with uh, a formal entry of a Republican gubernatorial candidate. No surprise here. Former Lieutenant Governor Rebecca Clayfish has entered the race uh, to run against Democrat Tony Evers, who is also uh, running for re-election. He's already declared. But she's the first Republican uh, in the race to formally announce. And so um, she announced via video in an event in Waukesha County, uh, which is uh, an obvious place for a Republican to announce. So um, what are some of the things she said in her opening launch of this uh, campaign?
1: Well, hello, Jeff. Good morning. Um, one of the biggest things that struck me from Clay fishling in was she vowed to sign a series of election-related bills, which she says would help uh, ensure election integrity and security at the polls, she actually told uh, legislators who were in attendance of that announcement that, you know, she wants them to bring the bills to her future desk. And that's uh, kind of painting a picture of how confident she is. And in this race, um, even this early on, you know, she's been campaigning for a while now, but some other interesting things she talked about were along the lines of those uh, kind of planks that she announced earlier this week, where she wants to You know, back police officers, uh, back school choice. She wants to get rid of uh, teaching critical race theory in schools. Um, She also wants to uh, make the state a safer place. She wants to be tougher on riots and protests, at least tougher than Governor Evers was. She criticized Evers for um, his response to violent protests in Kenosha. Um, So, Yeah, those were some of the most important things that she talked about. What are Democrats saying uh, in response? Uh, Well, shortly after Clayfish made the announcement, uh, Ben Wickler, the chair of the state Democratic Party, uh, said that, you know, Evers does have the leadership skills to beat Clayfish. Uh, That was one thing that Clayfish said was Evers is a weak leader. Wickler definitely disputed that claim. He said that uh, Evers has proved his strong leadership throughout uh, the pandemic that we've seen, you know, since March of 2020. Um, And also, he said that Evers is a good candidate on the whole school and public education front because of his past, obviously, as the uh, state superintendent at the Department of Public Instruction. So, Those are some of the grinding gears there. Um, Wickler also announced a website that uh, basically paints Clayfish as a radical uh, politician. Uh, He he says that she's been pushing a radical agenda for quite some time. And he says that, you know, Wisconsinites are probably not going to have an appetite for that kind of a radical agenda, at least what he calls a radical agenda.
0: Okay, it looks like she'll have a primary, though. I mean, uh, the Republican primary would be in August of 2020. There are some other possible candidates out there. Any word on uh, the the possible candidates and um, and uh, how that might go? Uh,
1: well, the big names for possible candidates right now are, are Bill McCaushin, Kevin Nicholson, and also we have State Representative John Mako, who hasn't formally announced his run for the seat. However, he has filed paperwork and he said that if he feels that he's the right candidate for the job, he will formally announce his bid for that seat.
0: OK, but Clayfish is the first to formally announce and she's kind of got a good head start here. I mean, she's been virtually running since uh, the day she left office and in various uh, roles uh, since then, but, uh, you know, really stepping it up in the in the last year. You know, so she does have, you know, she's she's a known figure certainly in Republican circles uh, especially in southeastern Wisconsin where uh, she was in the TV news business um, and but uh, you know she's going to have to grapple um, a little bit with uh, being um, you know uh, the lieutenant governor for eight years to Scott Walker and I think this is where Democrats are going to uh, to go Lieutenant governors uh, have to, or vice presidents when they run, have to stand on their own, but they they, they walk a fine line. They can't just dismiss uh, the administration that they uh, served in. And she was a uh, very loyal lieutenant governor, uh, raised a lot of money for Republican campaigns and whatnot. But, you know, there's going to be, um, obviously Democrats think that that's a weak spot. Uh, they want to pin the Walker legacy on her. So um, I think she's going to Obviously, you have to deal with that. We'll see how that plays out, and we'll see how the the primary plays out too. Because I don't think it's uh, she's going to go unchallenged. Um, do you?
1: No, I, I definitely don't think she is uh, going to be without a challenge in the primary. She actually talked about her last primary as lieutenant governor. You know, she said that uh, people told her at the time that she wasn't gonna. She had no chance of winning. She was an outsider, but she did uh, beat her. Uh, opponent in that primary, Brett Davis, by quite a few points, 21 points, actually, in 2010. So that's a pretty significant lead. And also, Jeff, along those uh, line-tying exercises with Walker, uh, she strengthened some ties uh, with President Trump while she was on stage in Waukesha. I
0: tell you, there were people who said it could not be done, but instead, Donald Trump became one of the most successful policy presidents of our time, presiding over the best economy in American history. With the lowest unemployment rates for women and minorities, he renegotiated a trade deal that directly helps the people of Wisconsin, our farmers, and our manufacturers like Western States Envelope Company. And he was one of the most pro-life presidents
1: America has ever had
0: yeah, when she beat Brett Davis, and then um, you know, a lot of that is owed to Charlie Sykes. The Charlie Sykes factor isn't there. now, Charlie Sykes, uh, you know, TMJ's uh, uh, radio host, um, you know, was uh, could really influence Republican primaries. And uh, he embraced uh, Rebecca Clayfish's candidacy, and I think that that helped her. Now, so the Sykes factor won't be here. Uh, but obviously, she's trying to head off uh, a challenge from the right, uh, you know, the, uh, by uh, saying good, uh, nice things about Trump uh, and uh, talking about election um, integrity. You know, these are uh, the buzzwords for Republican candidates these days. So um, um, but again, I, I think it's, you know, Kevin Nicholson. Uh, you know, he ran in a Republican primary for U.S. Senate and lost, despite uh, a lot of money uh, backing him from the U lines. But um, and if uh, Ron Johnson is running for reelection, then Kevin Nicholson may indeed uh, run for governor. And if he has that kind of money and is running from the right, you know, that that could be an issue for her. And I guess you also Bill McCaushon has uh, been uh um, a lobbyist and former Tommy Thompson aide uh, and state commerce secretary has been um, uh, very much front and center in front of uh, conservative groups. So, um, uh, and John Mako is kind of a wild card at this point. So I, I you know, I don't think, uh, you know, um, I think a primary battle seems like it's happening. And as she emerges from that victorious, you know, that can be a springboard in a uh, in A fall election, but so much of this I think depends upon uh, you know, Joe Biden. You know, if the election were uh, this November, uh, you know, um, it wouldn't look very good for Democrats because of uh, uh the continuing pandemic, Afghanistan, uh, hiccups in the economy, all these things. You know, uh, if they're still present uh, next year, uh, it'll hurt Democratic candidates everywhere, you know, um, and so. Um, I guess we'll just have to see what the uh, national climate is then, because I think that'll have a lot to do with what happens uh, in the two big races next year in Wisconsin, the U.S. Senate and governor. All right. Well, that's it for midday today. Thanks, Adam, for helping me out today. And um, we'll be back next week. This is Jeff Mayers from WISPolitics.com for Midday, brought to you by Spectrum. This has been WISPolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com.